boobies. You like boobies. Vicky likes boobies. You're tacky and I hate you. Now are there any damn questions? Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? nice fish you know big fucking eyes but a nice fucking fish no topic too absurd no statement too asinine i'm buying time because justin stuffing his mouth now well, you can go i got i got some pasta left so Nerdy Jersey's finest. That's right. We're nerdies, folks. Hashtag. I'm Mike. I'm uh, yeah. Hashtag everything. Hashtag life. I'm Mike. I am Justin. I'm Kyle. I'm Joe. And there he is. There it is. We don't have a what a guy. Guy. Yeah, he was waiting for Vinny, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Head in the game, Joe. Head in the game. How's everyone feeling this evening? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> it's the first it. time in a long time I got a review on this show. It's crazy. I leave for vacation in a few days. Yeah, lucky you, man. Yeah. Rub it in, why don't you? Yeah, you old jerk. I'll have a review of a new attraction. I hear the wait time is insane. No attraction. I heard there's no lines last night. Uh, wait, uh, what attraction? Moana. I thought he was talking Tron. Oh, yeah, I thought he was talking Tron, too, and I was like, it's not really new. <clears throat> oh, wait, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's new-ish. I'm, well, I can't go on. We have both children. My um, co-worker was there on, uh, on Monday on opening day. He was in Epcot. He said there was a 420-minute wait for the for, just for the virtual queue. Well, Monday was ridiculous with everybody. Uh-huh. But I heard last night it was literally a walk-up. That's cool. Wait, for which one? For Moana. What's the Moana? Isn't that just like uh It's like a nature It's a walk. It's a, a walkthrough, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nature trail all about water and shit and magic and for some reason people thought it was a dark ride even though like they were saying it's outside. I guess it ends at Tafiti, you know, or something. Okay. So everybody's <clears throat> like, it's underwhelming. No, you're just fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, there's a problem with a lot of Disney fans, it would seem, that they expect everything to be a massive experience. Just because it's new, it's supposed to blow their minds. Yeah. No, we're just building space here. Not everything's a ride. Uh, this is in the world discovery section. You're supposed to discover it, the world. You know what, though? It did take me a long time because I was I'm so, I was so used to Six Flags because like, there was such a gap in from when I used to go to Disney all the time as a kid to like when I went as a senior in high school that I kind of forgot what it was like. Like I I forgot that Disney is more about like kid shit. You know what I mean? It's like not, I expected. It's not kids. Thrills. It's it's for no, no, no. But you know what I mean. It's like storytelling, experience. and it's geared more towards family. 
So like, Absolutely. I was expecting more thrill stuff. So like, more kind of like what I got at Islands of Adventure. Like when I went, when I finally went back, you know what I mean? Like I forgot what it was like. So I could see if I was like 18 or 19 and I was going into that Moana thing, I could see me being one of those people who said that. See, the thing I enjoy about Disney <clears throat> is they do things like that in order to teach a lesson. It's to teach people that just because you're paying for an experience doesn't mean that the experience has to be explicitly tailored to you. There are tons of people in this world, and it's okay to not like something and not be shitty about it. Not everything is meant to be for you. Like butt sex. Yeah, okay. like, um, not for me. I get where the metaphor is going. I don't know if that's the first metaphor. I would that's make. not where I go. I'd be like, like Brussels sprouts, lima beans. I, a fewer yeah. people like Brussels sprouts. I feel like there's a, a <coughs> pretty close margin between the butt stuff people and the non-butt stuff people. Well, I'd say almost fifty percent of the population like butt sex, but it's the wrong fifty percent. I can tell you that every woman I've slept with has done butt stuff. Okay, you're using different words here. <laughs> has done. You started off this sentence with likes. None of them were one and dones. Okay. One actually, she like begged for it. It's very interesting. Okay, I'm, not, I'm not going to lie. There have been some in my past that it wasn't exclusively, but no, it was not looked forward to. Yeah. yeah. Certain times where, you know. That's all you can do? Or that's all you should do to try and alleviate problems? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of show you're listening to, folks, <laughs> where a Disney conversation does a complete 90-degree turn into butt stuff. Yep. Right, I was going to mention, like, interventions and all those other experiences, oh, but no, nope, right to butt sex. Intervention butt stuff. There's a name for a show. It is. Innoventionally anal. Analventions. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. Let's not force it. It'll pop in there eventually. Yeah. Oh. Journey into the large intestinal segment. You gotta lube it up. <laughs> Lots of lube is necessary. <laughs> and don't just try to use saliva. Ah. I'm, I'm giving them tips, Joe. I know. I know you are. Just, you know, shout out KY Jelly. Sponsor Nerdities. We'll, we'll croon, we'll, we'll plug your shit. <laughs> nice. Bravo. It all comes around. Bravo, I don't know if that's the only place it comes. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I mean that's not impossible to come back from, but I'm I'm having problems. I'm, I don't know exactly where to go with this now. Mike, you speaking uh, of personal stuff, you you got yourself a birthday present today. Oh yeah, I mean I wasn't necessarily gonna bring it up today, but I just guess a good I... way to start veering back into the non-butt well, sex realm. Yeah. It, it it relates to Kevin Smith, so butt sex could come up very easily. 
Uh, I I am signed up for the Smodcastle newsletter. And you know what? That isn't even where I saw it. No, I saw it on Facebook. It was one of his story posts. That on my birthday, on the day I will be turning 44 years upon this earth, there's going to be a Q&A session at the Smodcastle in Atlantic Highlands uh, featuring Joe and Anthony Russo. And there's only so many times in life that these things, that kismet happens, that the stars align, and I have the money to do a thing, and it's on my birthday, and I have the opportunity. Now, it's very often that I have the time. I have nothing but time. With the exception of this week, where I have something pretty much every day, I always have fucking time. I'm going to go see, and it's one of those... Uh, they don't have assigned seating dealies, so I'm getting there at like five in the afternoon. Soon as I'm done with work, I'm heading there because I want to be front row, front and center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What time does it start? Eight, Eight in the p.m. Oh. Yeah. 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 I'm going directly there. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great birthday weekend. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh... The Island of Misfit Toys is big D and D. Yeah, um, still trying to. I'm still trying to make that start time earlier for the record. It's not happening. I I do have a life and I have things like I do have to do before we play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm showing up at your house at three o'clock. You you can show up. The doors will be locked. <laughs> you can try to help. I'm sleep in your backyard the night before. Yeah, your wife will totally be down with you being gone for 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, she probably would be if the girls also were. Yeah. If it was just like her, uh, 24 hours by herself, to herself, she'd probably love that. But that's not the case. It is not the case, no. Not even a little. Thinking we might want to call this D&D debacle. Well, if I don't get everybody's character sheets by the end of this fucking week, I'm killing motherfuckers off right away. Let's do a call out so, right now. Who needs it? Who needs to throw in there? My son, but he'll be in the car ride with me, so he's got no choice. I'll get his by the end of the day on Friday. Uh, Kyle's brother, Mike Giannone. He said he sent you. He said he sent you his. No, he didn't. He told me on Sunday that he sent, he sent it. Uh, where? Um, actually, no, I lied. Oh, he said he was. He said he was going to send it. Okay, because I. He like... has everything. He has everything written out. He needs to transfer it to the character sheet. His problem is he doesn't have a printer to print out the sheet. That's what he said. Okay. So he's got to find a printer to print out the sheet, and then he's just going to transfer an email to you. That's right. Okay. So it's be like, it's That's definitely not in my fucking inbox. In in one of my yeah. five fucking emails. It's not there. Okay. So two mics. Two mics. A James. Suck Manitou Wombats. <laughs> I need his. So the three of us are the only ones who sent them to you, is what you're saying? Yes, so so far the three of you are the only ones that get to play. James will get to play because his will be completed by the end of the day on Friday. <clears throat> Joe just has to re-roll for stats the day of. 
Because he doesn't pay attention to anything anybody says in any kind of group chat. I said, I told you, I think it's because of the way D&D Beyond sets up the shit. It is, because D&D Beyond, you can't, like, do anything without without putting in those stats. You can't move on to the next thing. It's fine. Right. I thought it was, like, race, uh, class, name of your character, and then fucking rolling stats before you could do anything else. Yeah, I had to do, like, my inventory and all that stuff, my spells... All after doing my dexterity, my all that stuff. So I rolled a D one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thirty two. How could you even tell what the number is on that thing? You you read it. Yeah, yeah. I also got a D sixty two. For I what? Don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I seriously doubt we're going to be using. <clears throat> That's a, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're only going to be using D twenty, D twelve, like D four, six, and eight. Dude, yeah. my D4 is weird looking. I have to, that just I have sounded to get gross. some dice before we play. <laughs> I'm have to hit up Amazon. Uh, well, but yeah, I need those peoples by the end of the week. I'm trying to craft a nice, a nice story here and good involvement, but I need time. Like, I need to know certain things. You know what their punishment should be? <clears throat> what? For as many chapters as you see fit, they are secondary characters in the story. That's rough. That's a problem? I said that's rough. That's not a fucking problem. Why is problem. it rough? <clears throat> that's their penalty for not handing in this shit the way you asked. No, I just figured I'd kill them, but alright. Torture them. No. Make them NPCs. That's even more cruel. <laughs> oh, actually, were, were you serious about Kelly Blank? Oh, uh, she is... Keith's away for hunting. So she's got nothing going on. She's coming over anyway that day for just for Mike's birthday. But she's like, oh shit. I always wanted to try D&D. And I was like, well, it'd be nice to have a fucking girl in the group. That would prove her not sexist. Well, it would go a long way to prove her not sexist. I mean, any of you could have picked a different gender. Could have. Should have. I like having a penis. Well, what if she picks a guy? What if she picks to play as a guy? (laughs) I'd be impressed. Just having a woman in the room is better. I tried to talk Ashley into it. She is going to sit in and listen. Because I don't think she understands that it's like an unfolding story. Ten minutes. She's going to last for ten minutes. You think so? You know what I You know what I think, though? I think that the... I don't know. I don't want to speak for Ashley. But I think if... Jill is anything like... I mean, if, if Ashley's anything like Jill in this sense... They're not. I think that Jill would be able to get into a well-told story. Her problem is going to be all the dice rolling in math. Yes. All right. And, and gonna, so knowing that, going into it, I didn't even suggest her joining. I'm going to roll my D60 for how long? So up to an hour. Let's see. Uh, 11 minutes. <laughs> Your dice and I are on... <laughs> Pretty even terms. <laughs> what? I rolled my D60. 11 minutes. <laughs> oh, how long they would last? Yeah. <clears throat> Ashley's very competitive. So once she's hooked on a game, forget it. She will strive to be like victorious in whatever manner it's possible. She frustrates easily, though. <clears throat> she does. But as long as you have a decent dungeon master who's telling a good story, it, it's not... It's not meant to be frustrating. 
a little challenging, sure. Well, and there is a lot of what? it. What? That's a shame for Ashley, then, huh? <clears throat> well, some people thought my role was just to fucking murder everybody, and that was that was hurtful. Well, you. I want life. I want you all. I want you all to survive. I want you to, you know, I, yeah, complete I, the story. So that's it's kind of funny. So like, I always interpreted it as like. You don't want us to actually die, but you want us. You want to put us in situations that could kill us in peril. Well, it's you've got to. You you have to. Otherwise, it's too easy. Like if you run into yeah. like fucking goblins all the time, and they're like sub goblin, and they're like newbies, and that's all you fight the entire time. It's gonna suck. Like you're gonna hit difficult things, right? <clears throat> like I can tell you, yeah. your, your first encounter is gonna be challenging. And it's, like, within the first 20 minutes of the fucking story. Uh, within the first 20 minutes of a normal story. I foresee a lot of stumbling. Once, it, once we get started, it really should just flow. There's, like, as long as you think, all can think... work as a collective, it should be fine. Foresee a lot of stumbling. <laughs> so, so, I, uh... Like I, I think, I think uh, your character has this as well. But my character counts as one size larger when determining carrying capacity. So I will drag this whole fucking group campaign by myself if I have to. <clears throat> uh, you might have to carry an actual character for the first chapter. Dude, I might have to carry one character. Yeah. Wait, you're gonna hodor him? Oh, Justin and I talked about that as, like, the fucking funniest possible thing that he could do to Vinny. Yeah. If Vinny ever listens to this, I said, because of how Bran was at the beginning of Game of Thrones, like, if Vinny's whole character is a sneaky detective, a fucking rogue, and then he gets hobbled, and he just have to carry him around on my back the whole fucking time. But... It's gonna be fun. It has a potential. Man, I just, I just want. It's like, it's like Billy Madison. Like reading is good. Start the story now. Yeah. And everybody's got to cough up money for food because I ain't made of fucking that cash, bro. For what? Said so everybody's gonna have to cough up money for food. Yeah, there's only so much gold oh, in the kingdom. Food. Yeah. Real world food, there. not the... Who's going to be the first one to die in our campaign? Let us know. Write to us, nerdities at gmail.com. Hopefully none of you. If if one of you dies, it's, it's because you're you're dumb. Well, especially in 5e. Because I don't know if anybody knows, but 5th edition is like supposed to be the hardest edition of the indeed to actually die in. Yeah, it is. So... Like, it could be due to inexperience. Sure. But again, you you guys have strength in numbers. Like I had I had to get fucking creative to not give you overpowered people at first, but to give you situations that'll like challenge you. What? I'm pretty stoked uh, based on the description of how you're assigning hit points. That made me pretty happy when what? you said that. So. Oh, what the rests? Well, that no, that everybody gets the hit points. So, like, if we 
if oh, we kill a character, that's 100 kill a character. hit points. We yeah, because because then it's too long of a like a it's, it's a slog then to to level everybody up. Like, I don't want to limit myself for giving you guys stronger creatures as you move forward through the chapters of the story I'm putting together. So where like by chapter four, where you should be fighting, you know, for example, like a fucking dinosaur. Yes, they're in the game. Uh, they are. I don't want to like only one of you be able to fucking take them down. Like you're all gonna need to to be up there. Plus, <clears throat> that's the one thing I hate about uh, fucking RPG video games. When certain ones only give. A certain amount to each character. Like, there'll be a bonus for Killing Strike. Of course. But, like, everybody's gonna get a set amount. That's me. That's my that's my DM theory. You know. Anyways. Onto the show. Okay. I've cast him. Alright, uh, but we have, uh, we have a rest in peace for this week. Right. Yeah. Two? Yeah. Well, I know uh, Keith Giffen. Okay. Co-creator of Lobo and Rocket Raccoon. Died at 70. Uh, I want to... I hope I saved it. He put up something the day before he died that was subversive and hilarious. Uh, And I want to get it verbatim, but I don't think I will. It was a bummer. It was something to the effect of anything to get out of being an artist, Alley. So, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, not one of my favorite artists of all time. He had a really weird style. Uh, he he had an image character. Hey, <laughs> there he is. And I had like two issues with that image character, and it was kind of bleh. But very influential, very important. For uh, for both major publishers. So, who was your guy, Joe? Uh, Phyllis Coates. Yeah. The original Lois Lane in The Adventures of Superman. Yeah. My goodness. She uh, lived to 96. That's significant. I have, yeah. a, I have a third. Hmm. Uh, Tony Stark. Yes, I read that today. Today is the day in Avengers Endgame where Tony Stark used the Nano Gauntlet to snap Thanos. Oh, wow. For now. Till the yeah. Secret. Yeah. Till the Secret Wars. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we'll get them the... Uh... They shot be missed. Uh, something. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? We're solid. We're 100%. <laughs> we just got done with our D&D conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, you missed mm-hmm. that. I just... Yeah, he's gone. What a twat. The conversation, uh, I don't know if you can hear if you're still in the room. The conversation was basically Justin saying, if these dickheads don't get me their character sheet, I'm going to kill them all. Oh, I have... Uh, mine's like 85% done. Well, I need it 100% done, and I need it by Friday. Doesn't need well. He doesn't have spells. I was gonna say it doesn't need to be a hundred percent done. Okay. What are spells? Well, you don't get any because you're a rogue. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about he it. He doesn't get any. 
So, yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. Vinny, where are uh, you? So, I'm home. That is not the normal seat. Oh, I'm in the upside down. Okay. <laughs> That's why it looks backwards. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. No. Are you just on the other side of the... Okay. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. You're in Megan World? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Megan World now. So, this casting. Uh-huh. Casting. Pretty, it's pretty fucking incredible. Better be fucking incredible. Builds it up like that. Chuck Norris and Vanilla uh-huh. Ice are making an action movie together. Okay. Do we have a synopsis of this film? They are, star- they are starring as themselves in a film uh-huh. called Zombie Plane. I feel like a script was written with no names mm-hmm. and they just shopped it around to whoever really needed to make a mortgage payment. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was filmed in Australia. So no sag extra. What am I saying? They're not, no. I'll tell you what. Based on Clue, but, Clue Blood and Honey... I wouldn't doubt this movie is actually good. <laughs> I'm serious. They might be one of those weird things you like turn your head at and you're like, you Blood, watch it. Blood and Honey is not good. And I have a did you ever no. see the Vanilla Ice movie? Did not. We, we saw it. Yeah. Is it good? No. no. You can watch it on Tubi. <laughs> it is on Tubi. <laughs> Uh, the riff tracks version. I don't know if the regular version's on there. It is on Tubi. Yeah, Rob Van Winkle is not an actor. No, right. No, Stop. <clears throat> Collaborate and listen. Uh, oh, he wasn't. He he was in. Uh, That's my boy. That's, yeah, he, he was. He was not terrible. Yeah, he was. It, the movie's not terrible, but every single one of his uh, lines were delivered like, "All right, say it again." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey Rob, can we get it with a little bit of emotion this time? Like, you know, say it like a human. <clears throat> yeah. By the way, when we get your views, Megan and I did watch Blood and Honey. <laughs> Sorta. <laughs> oh, patented Vinny review. Okay, was that all the casting? Because I gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's all the casting. Okay. Trailers then. <laughs> of which there were a lot. They were holding on to these. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting to be that time. They were holding on to these, and then there was a stoppage again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People pushed away from the table, and they're like, uh, shit. All right, drop them. Drop as many as you can. The Iron Claw looks interesting. As interesting as I figured it would. I'm down. It's going to be depressing. If you know anything so about the Von Eric family, this is going to be such a sad film. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to throw it out there. Early awards contender. Yeah. Um, I watched the trailer today and I looked up their family tree because I noticed there's one actor He's not in the trailer. who is not in the trailer that I was confused as to why they weren't in the trailer. Because he's the. So he's Maxwell the Jacob Friedman. Fake brother. Yeah. Fake yeah. brother. Yeah. What? Like they made up a brother? 
Well, I guess technically fake cousin? Right? No, he's a fake brother. Oh. They created a character for the movie. No. No, 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 no. It's like a real-life real, guy. Yeah, it's it's based oh, on the real thing. Oh, that's right. They did. Yes. They brought in yes. a non-Von Eric Von Eric. Yes. At one point. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, if you want to just skip to the end of this movie, and I, I kind of recommend you to do it, <laughs> kind of recommend you don't. Oh. You can watch the episode of uh, Dark Side that's of the Ring. It's sad. Yeah. I, can, I uh, can't wait to watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm very Well, it's excited. especially sad for three of them. Yeah. 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 There's not a lot of uh, live testimonials. Not a lot of current interviews from the Von Erich family. I'll give you that much. Their kids are wrestling so, now. So I was reminded when I looked at the family tree, because when it, when it came out, right, they were like, oh, Zach Efron's Kevin Von Erich. And I was like, why the fuck wouldn't he be carried? Well, I was reminded why. I was reminded why the only like the the the, the most notable actor in the movie. <laughs> oh man! If it's gonna follow anybody until the end. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That is a. But you know what? You know what else I noticed in looking at the casting for that. That I didn't realize before. There's a casting for Ric Flair in that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Woo. Yeah. Which means that it's not just gonna be like, yeah, there's gonna be wrestling stuff in it, but there's gonna be specifically, I think, one wrestling match that gets documented in this movie. Oh sure. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't know if you guys, maybe you do or maybe you don't know this, that. Ric Flair lost the belt to Car- to Carrie Von Erich at one point. Yeah, I so that would be the one they highlight, right? Like that's got that's got to be in the movie. Sure. Spoilers. <laughs> Fifty-year-old spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for maybe one of the least important plot points of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that does look interesting. Uh, Probably not gonna see it in the theater, but when it drops on Prime, yeah, three weeks later, be all about that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this is Zac Efron, Zac Efron's Oscar bait. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he fucking does. Look at look at him. He fucking deserves it. And that dude from the Bear, uh, he's yeah. going for his supporting actor yeah. for this because he yeah, is Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. Well, who knows how the movie's actually gonna play out? Like. Efron might end up being more of a supporting actor in this movie. It doesn't seem to be the way they're selling it. Yeah. I agree. But <clears throat> I know what you're saying, yeah, Kyle. There's, there's gonna be probably a half hour to forty five minutes of this movie where Jeremy Allen White is the most important character. Yeah. Uh, where he's the driving force. But I think it's yeah. going to be through all his problems are going to be through Efron's eyes, through through Kerry's or through Kevin's eyes. Yeah. Alright. So that one looks sad. Uh, Candy Cane Lane looks fun-ish. It looks like Christmas Norbit, and I don't I, like it. Uh, I was seeing. I'm saying Christmas Bedazzled. No. Because he makes a wish to have the perfect Christmas. Yeah, but see, my problem is, is it's Eddie Murphy. So like anytime I'm, he has, I'm a, saying Christmas coming to America. <laughs> Any fuck Don't you. That's so a kind. good movie. That's way too kind. 
Anytime he does a bad movie, my mind automatically goes to his worst movie, which is Norbit. I I totally agree with you. Norbit is his... Well, Pluto Nash was also... I was going to say, nobody else seen Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash, as as terrible as it is, is one of those movies that it's so bad it's good, Norbit is just fucking bad. Alright, put it this way. They're both pretty bad movies. Norbit is way more quotable. I don't care if a movie's quotable or not. It's can I rewatch it? I can rewatch. I mean, Pluto if Nash. they're equally bad, it being quotable makes it better. I can watch Pluto Nash because it's like not the best Total Recall remake. <laughs> because that's kind of what it is. Doctor Seuss's Total Recall. It's Doc. <laughs> it's Total Recall meets. Uh, what was the movie I was just thinking about? I don't know. You were thinking it. The Dr. Seuss thing. Or the Dr. Yeah, the Dr. Seuss thing threw me off. It was another cheesy, like, fucking B space movie. So, yeah, so, many, issues from, so many issues from. Like, I, I know Eddie Murphy's kind of on, like, trying to research his career. Like, I liked Dolomite. It was. Dolomite, awesome. I loved, I, I really liked Dolomite. I didn't hate Coming to America. It was nice. It was, it was you cool to see those characters back. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, like, I am looking log- forward to... Oh, go ahead. The logic of how it came to be pissed me off. Oh, yeah. yeah. The whole concept of that, the, his impregnating... Uh, what's her name? Yeah. Uh, Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, it, yeah. It, it completely defeats the character, and the scene that, it was, that comes after it, it just doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. The movie I was going to say, what? it was Total Recall meets Leonard Part 6. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I didn't see you people. I've heard you people is not good. It wasn't terrible. Uh, like I'm looking forward to seeing Beverly Hills Cup four because I just want to see all of them together. This one, just, I'm not. I'm gonna give them. I, I, I'm gonna watch it. You know, I'm not gonna judge it till till I watch it. Yeah, you're gonna watch it because you're a fucking Christmas freak. Of course I am. We, dude, we <laughs> we have bought so much Christmas shit the last like two weeks. Don't out yourself. You're the worst, Joe. You're the worst kind of person, and that's why, that's why you're my nemesis. How about they make Golden Child too? Am I the only one that thinks that? But golden budget. Adult. I would, yeah, the, the Golden Adult. Mike, you're right. I would still. I yeah. I would watch it if they made it. Why money? But oh yeah. But I'd watch it. Yeah. Is that guy still? Is a bad guy still alive from that movie? That was dear brother Noonzy. I'm pretty yeah, sure he was in. Uh, it's a highway. Yeah, wasn't yeah. he in uh, Game of Thrones? He was, he, was the the Geo- he was in the Thrones, baby. Yeah, he was Mr. Benedict. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He was Mr. Uh, Benedict. Yes. A, a 360 on me. It's 180. <laughs> Charles Dance. Trust me. He's still yeah, going, right? He was. In, yeah, yeah. He's still going. You need a new villain, though. You need a totally new villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd accept a cameo. I know the plot already. The golden child, he gets a taste of American culture. He starts crushing puss. It's in the (laughs) Canadian hookers. And Eddie Murphy is summoned to bring him back to Tibet. Purify him? Purify him. Eat leaves again. Yeah. Save birds. I don't like that plot. It's a win-win. He needs to go back to doing, like, I would love to see him do it, uh, like, an HBO special or something. 
Yeah, we'd all like to see him do stand up. Apparently, yeah. that's not the closest we're getting is an SNL hosting. We all just have to be happy with it. Yeah. He, did, he, he killed it. He killed it on that. I thought he was great. Yeah. He started a comeback, but uh, COVID. COVID. Happened. Yeah, COVID was uh, ruined the. Yeah. Well, Eddie. He was supposed to tour with Chris Rock and uh, Tracy Morgan. I mean, that, I guess that might still happen. I don't know how locked in they were, but... That's a pretty good fucking show. I would show. pay. I would, oh, pay yeah. money. I, would, I would absolutely pay Yeah, I'd pay money for that. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's got to get his reps in, though, because the live crowd... They'll eat you up. No, I, the first couple shows, they would be so reverent toward him. If he starts shit in the bed, and it's Eddie, come on. He's a natural. He's yeah. like hell natural. Mm-hmm. If, he re- if he started to, like, hear the footsteps... And things fall apart, then yeah, they'd eat him up. But I don't think they'd let it happen. No. no. Well, I'm sure he'd get the Waynes brothers to help him again. I mean, he's got the endless well to be successful. So, if it starts going bad, Chappelle will come out. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You even hear him like what he does, like interviews and things like that. You could see, like you could hear it in his voice. It's like he could just if he just takes that one extra step. Anytime. He can just he could do it. He just needs topics. He just needs material yeah. that he wants to talk about. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Fonka. We now have a, a longer Fonka trailer. I'm pretty it's excited to see this. I had no idea there was a candy mafia. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the candy mob. There's something about fucking Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa that like, intrigues me. Did you see the many Hugh Grants? Yeah. <laughs> I, and... Timothy Chalamet is charming as fuck. Usually. No, like, he's just, there's something about him. Just, I see him in a role, and he just exudes, like, this presence. And I'm like, I could watch that motherfucker act in any film. This wayfish pretty boy thing? It's not even, like, an attraction thing. I just think he's got some sort of, like, schoolboy charm that just draws you in. Kind of like Leo when he was coming up, yeah, the beach it, shit. Exactly. I, I still wish they they casted Lip as a uh, young Willy Wonka. It just would have been perfect. Who looks wise for sure? Yeah, the dude from the Bear. Uh, yeah, I was uh, thinking uh, Jeremy Allen White. Oh, I'll never remember that guy's name. He's, no, I just he, know him as he Lip. looks too serious all the fucking time. Yeah, Christopher look- Mintz class. He would have been best. You could see him growing up into Gene Wilder. Yeah, they are basically cloned. Yeah, yeah. but he's he's just too serious looking. Like you want something whimsical, and that's what Shalom is. He's intense, and like he's very intense, very intense. And then, because like you look at Dune, like Shalom did a great fucking job at Dune. He's got range. Yeah. I like the kid. I sign off on this. Wonka too. I'm gonna wait till it's on Max. It's the movie itself. I'm not interested in. I just don't. More, I don't I'm care about more Wonka. Nah, I don't either. That's why I'll wait till it's on Max. As a, I'm still mad. As a Loompa. Get over it. No. All right. Don't. People like me should be Oompa Loompas, not six foot Hugh Grant. <laughs> you whisper. Don't roll your eyes at me. I saw your drawings, Emery. Your drawings are really good. (laughs) It's good drawings. Keep drawing. They're better than mine. No argument here. No. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, the curse. Which one was the curse? The curse was the uh, HGTV like house fixer upper people Ooh. gone way fucking off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's got a very unnerving energy to it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure what's going on there. Looks very creepy. Yeah. Emma Stone and uh, what's his Nathan Fielder. That's Nathan. Will fix it or whatever the hell his name is. Benny Nathan Nathan for you. That dude. Yeah. Yeah, very... Uh, they, they're saying it's kind of like a spoof on uh, house-flipping shows, but yeah. there's something more sinister going on underneath the, the surface of that. I'll give it a, I'll give it a look when it drops. Name. Okay. Uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. None of us has Apple TV, right? You, you uh, we did, and then we don't. <laughs> this guy, he got a three-month free trial, which we just started, so just in time for this fucker to drop next month. Okay. And I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Good to know one of us will. I love Godzilla movies, man. We know this. Godzilla? Yeah. Or Gojira. Gojira. I've watched the animated Netflix shit, which they're really good. Yeah. Well, I'll bring them up because none of you like Godzilla or anime much. Well, Vinny likes anime, but... I love anime so much. Megan and I are going to be, uh... We're going to be Goku and, and Chi-Chi for Halloween. That's adorable. You growing your hair out? Yeah, she didn't say no, so... <laughs> <laughs> Until now. <laughs> I got I got eyebrows raised. That's about it. She's like, we're going it's as Taylor and, and Kelsey. Deal with it. I'll be I'll be King Gohan. You be Trunks. Future Trunks. You get a sword. Then you can fuse. Oh, I gotta lose an arm though. Well, anyway. great dense mythology this All show right. had. Continue. Don't worry. We have Dragon Ball talk later. Uh, Invincible season two. Boy, do I really hope Mark doesn't break bad. It's looking that way. It does seem to be. Never read the comics, so I don't know what could potentially happen. They say it, it hews fairly close to the books, but they're doing some stuff their own way. I know there's some shit that goes on with his home planet. Yeah. I know the Viltrumites eventually come to Earth, and <clears throat> someone else has to step in to help. A surprising person. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the more gore. Yeah. That fucking show was insane. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Rogan having a bigger part in this one. Mm. I always like when he plays <sighs> serious characters, or when he plays goofy characters that have moments of seriousness. Yeah. I like the uh, the oscillation between the two, and it seemed like that the one episode he had, or maybe one and a half episode he had, was really goofy. But when he has to be in the moment and intense, yeah. It's going to work out right. And Scott Pilgrim takes off. It's coming soon-ish. Yeah. Must be really soon, because it's Netflix, and they yeah, dropped the trailer, so that means it's, like, tomorrow. <laughs> Probably. Is it Michael Sarah again? It's the it's entire everybody. cast. Yeah, they're all back. Yeah. It's essentially Scott Pilgrim director's cut, because a lot of the scenes from the, com- the, yeah, the comics, the manga, whatever it is, that they just couldn't fit into an hour and a half, two hour movie, 
they're putting in there. But they're, it seems like based on the scene they showed, they're changing certain elements. The pacing is going to be very different, but it's going to be the same core story. Yeah. Because in the, in the manga, they are, like, there's an actual relationship with them, which doesn't play out to, it, like, in the movie, it, it doesn't feel like they're ever just, like, dating, other than, like, him fighting the exes. Like, there's yeah, actual, like, yeah, there's an actual, like, relationship story between the two of them. So, I guess that's worth doing a, a long... <clears throat> long-term yeah. show like to, to show them interacting and it's not just about him being a well, douche the, the x battles are going to be great in this form because well they're longer in the books and you don't have to adhere to like you know physics they didn't do a lot of adhering to physics there but they have a lot more leeway to to do crazier shit yeah you thought the vegan shit was funny in the movie just wait. Yes, I did. And then there's the Santa Claus season two. Yeah, you guys can talk about that. It looks fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah it, it, I do hope they dive more into Charlie. I want to hear, I want to see him say, hey, my dad's Santa Claus to his wife. It's It's got to happen. Otherwise, don't fucking bring him back. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't part of the first season? and then He, he was, was in it. It was just... Yeah. Short, very short. Oh, my he wasn't the crocus. No, no. This season looks like it's going to be more about him. No, but it was just one of those things in the first season. Do you want kind of to to see more of of their relationship because they really don't touch that. Like they just graze on Scott and Charlie's relationship and focus more on the other two kids that were born in the North Pole. More fat suit Tim Allen. Yeah. He's still he's still got it. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Tim Allen. Just, you know, <laughs> other than his political fun. other than his political views, his acting's still decent. Yeah. He's still Santa Claus. It works. Some people. Okay. Who's got reviews? Because I got twos. Go Vinny, Joe. Vinny does, Kyle does, all of us. We all got reviews. Alright. Um <clears throat> Should I do the one that I, I, I bet my second one uh, more than just me? Do whatever watched. you feel. Joe, whatever, do whatever you feel. Okay. If, if any um, of us has watched whatever you say, we'll join in. Okay. Um, so, Beth and I watched uh, Goosebumps on. Uh, you did too? Did you like it? Uh, so, we watched the first episode. How far did so you did we? Go? Okay. Yeah, I like it. Is I didn't like it. Justin Long? No. No. I, li- I didn't like the Gen Z spin. I like Justin Long in it. <clears throat> I like that they're aware enough that they cannot do the old show and no, they, they can't. can't do the movies with Jack Black. No. So they're finding a way to tell a continuing story that involves stories from the books. What was it? Five books, I think they did. Five or six books. I think it's, it's I think five it's or six five episodes. Or six. Yeah, yeah, and I like that it's a more serious tone. It it was it was pretty graphic for it's, a Disney show. It's graphic. It's got language, and it was fucking creepy. Like there was some legit creepiness to it. I could like, you know, when we were younger and watched the Goosebumps TV series, that shit was fucking scary. Not as scary as Are You Afraid of the Dark, but for 
Saturday morning goosebumps was pretty scary. When you were a kid, yeah. 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 Like, if I put myself in that position but now where I'm a kid watching this it. This show is not for kids. No. So it's for the people who were kids back then? Exactly. That is, it opens up in 93 when the books came out. What they do with Goosebumps is what they attempted to do with Pooh, Blood, and Honey. You, you tried to take something that people grew up with and give it a more adult tone. And it just it turns into one of the worst horror movies I've ever watched in my life. And this has potential, if it keeps going its way... To tell a really cool generational story. I, I am interested, especially the way the first episode ended, why the things happened in the past. Exactly. Um, I did like the subtle nods to the different books. Not only did you get like right out in the open to say cheese and die, the haunted mask, but the welcome to dead house, the over that house. Cuckoo like the Clock first book. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, I, I liked that. It, it did bring me back because... You know, Goosebumps was the shit back then, um, especially for Halloween. Um, but then we turned things, we dialed things up to a little more happy. Uh, we watched Once Upon a Studio. That watched was adorable. You haven't watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Oh my God, dude. I fucking <clears throat> cried. I'll I got totally my, admit it. I cried. I, it, I, they did it pitch perfect. I. They played all the hard strings. We're, it's only 13 minutes long, yeah, so it's a yeah, quick yeah. dive. We're going to watch it Thursday night, right before we go to bed to head down it's to go see the mouse. When you watch it, it's, you're going to see a character pop up that is a one of those hidden gem characters that you really, you've only... It's it's an homage to a, to Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. The, you've probably seen that all over the internet. Yes, I yes. know. He came back to... He came back to play Genie. No, there's a second character. There's a second Robin Williams character? Yes, that was a, that was only in a short. It was in one of those Disney ABC shorts from back in the day uh, where Robin Williams went back to Neverland and the, his cartoon character is also in it. Nice. Um, the little furry guy from Black Cauldron is in it for a shot. No dude, shit. Everybody, dude, yeah. everybody is in it. They brought the voice list. Because I went back, I'm like, wait a minute, that per- you know, that person's not here anymore. That person's not with us. They took archive voice and wh- whoever, you know, whoever estate would let them of the classic voices, and they were in it. Yeah, a lot of picking and choosing, but it's it's a good 13 minutes. Yes, they, they hit a certain point where you start to really get the reverence for what they've accomplished over 100 mm-hmm. years. If you have any love for Disney, you'll feel some sort of emotion watching this thing. Yeah. That was uh, 100 Years Sunday. The Disney uh, company was formed. Hmm. Yeah. Makes sense they dropped it around then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's what review. I watched. Review. Who's got a review next? Who wants to review you? Vin. So I turned... Uh... Poo blood and honey off after the rape scene. I just after that, I just yeah. How deep did it? Would you say it was uh, about ten fifteen minutes? Yeah. The opening scene. It cuts like the cartoon with Poo standing over a belly down Christopher Robin and Pooh's kind of getting ready to mount him. It's like the the drawing, and I'm like, oh, he yeah. raped, cooked, and ate him. Yeah, Maggie doesn't think he got raped, but we all know he got raped. It it. Yeah. 
It's implied. <laughs> Definitely implied. Inferred. Um, so, yeah, I, I ended it after that. I was like, they kind of, they should have did it back. I think you said it when it first came out, Mike. They should have did it backwards. Have Pooh and Piglet go on a killing spree, and then Christopher Robin comes back, and he's like, oh, look at my friends. And then have, like, you can have, like, a battle. Of, how, do, how do they end it? Shittily. Like, there's no Christopher Robbins. There's no, like, Jimmy Lee Curtis to be like, Michael, stop it. Uh, there's no emotional connection. It's just a slaughter fest with randos. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dumb. Great storytelling. Dumb. I, I did I did it better. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we started that, turned it off to 10, 15 minutes, and then... We watched a scary movie. We watched two scary movies. This is you guys scary. <laughs> uh, well, she's a freakazoid. Uh, one, I don't remember. I don't remember what either of them were. Should we cut it off? Should, we, should you ask her? I could ask her. Ben. <laughs> Spencer was the name of the movie. Okay. Uh, I was like some woman. She uh, she's like a film editor, and I guess she let something slip through editing. That kind of chambered like a repressed memory of her sister. It was pretty dark. I actually fell asleep at, at like seven forty-five last night. I didn't finish it, but she did. She said it was good. <laughs> and we saw Clove Hitch Killer with Dylan McDermott. I did stay awake for this one. You sure it wasn't Dermot Mulrooney? Say again? You sure it wasn't Dermot Mulrooney? <laughs> <laughs> I think. He asked a question. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one was pretty good. It wasn't, it was, I don't know, without giving too much away, it was about like a, Family, dad's a scout leader, kid's a boy scout. There's a killer that pops up every so often. You know, the tale ensues. Overall, it's pretty good. Didn't hate it. Kind of like the BTK killer. Mm. That's Megan's note. Thank you, Megan. Um, well, she's texting me from the bedroom. She hears me being <laughs> saying a lot of ums and like and... Uh, She's like, get your shit together. I know. Stop being dumb. You embarrassed me. <laughs> we should write reviews for you. Yeah, she, she should. should. I know she's not going to be on, but... <clears throat> Never mind. Uh, also, we finished Soprano season one. We're well into season two <laughs> now. A couple episodes in. Dude, I get it. I get why people liked it. <laughs> Did you not 20 watch years it? later, you gotta... <laughs> Did you not watch it the first go-around? No. Okay. Really? So yeah. I started watching it again, and I I stopped. Oh, it we is, were pretty young when it first started. It is. Uh, it is we were in high school. Yeah. Joe and I were in high school. Yeah, you were in high school. We were in fucking middle school. But I'm talking like I'm saying like it's it's definitely a product of its time. Uh-huh. Thus, like uh-huh. the rewatchability of that show is not good. I disagree before I even finish it because people watch. Oh my God. 
You've never fucking watched the whole thing. Oh, I've never seen anything. Oh fuck! Oh, oh my god! Spoiled for you over the years? Is yeah, I, I know the ending sucks. I heard the ending sucks. Oh my god! Do you know what happens in the don't, ending? Don't tell him. Don't tell. I'm him. not saying kinda, anything. Don't say anything. Kinda like I haven't read into it, but I oh, know like don't don't just just no just go just go into a cold. Mm-hmm. Go yeah, into that whole season gonna, cold. You're talking to the guy who doesn't watch trailers, Joe. Good. I'm not watching shit. There's a ca- there's a character that shows up, I think, in season two. That made me want to rage quit the show. Wait, who who was it? Was it the hot chick or was it the guy that wants his turf back? Because I don't think I don't I can't remember season one that she's Tony's sister. Oh, oh dude, oh, I hate her so much. Yeah, bro. yeah. I would never hit a woman, but if there's a woman, oh. I could hit. If, it actually it made me develop a question from rewatching this for the weekend. What? That asks is was there ever a character that was introduced later into a show that you really loved that made you almost want to fucking quit watching the show? And my answer to that is her. Yeah, I want to fast forward all of her scenes. Fucking, don't, I hate. Don't though, because it. She has a very it's, important, it's important relationship. It, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, like I, when Tony yells at her, I'm like, yeah, get her again. Go to fuck back to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Like, get the fuck, fuck out of here. Get the fuck back to California. Dude, that's good. This is so good. He's one of my favorites to do. I love when Mike does Tony. You're, you're on point. You're going to get your fucking car. You're going to fuck out my face. I'm never having fun. I did it here again. <laughs> Doing oh so well. <laughs> Anyone else want pasta? I just finished some. <laughs> what? No fucking ziti? Oh. Oh. Oh, then you got... Yeah, you gotta climb. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, quite ride. Yeah, you do. I can't wait. It, it's a, it was a great show. Like I remember, like it was a great show. Yeah, it was. My, it, uh, it, was it was great until I, it was a great show. I never saw the last season. You never watched Be the last thankful. season. I did not watch the last season. Be but I had, was, I know what the ending is, and I know who doesn't make it out. Just a fucking letdown. There was a. Uh, an episode that was entitled uh, "The Blue Comet," and I knew instantly where that was going to center because of my dad in, in the trains, like that whole thing, and that whole scene was I like out of that entire season. I thought was beautifully done. All right, come on, we got to move along. We have a business meeting after a whole nother podcast to do. That's yeah. all the time Sopranos needs. Yeah, and a whole bunch of more important reviews than that one. Yes, that too. There is. Yeah, I forgot one. Because everyone wants to hear about the Taylor Swift era score. Uh, that is the last one, so hang on. Oh, that's we're gonna end there. So. Joe, what did you? Joe, what did you oh forget? My God. Loki episode two. Yeah, it was underwhelming. You thought it was underwhelming? Yes, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. I didn't say I was disappointed with anything. I just it's. Uh, I I I don't know. It's definitely not Vinny's influence, but like Marvel is losing me quick. I can't agree. I agree with Justin. Yeah. Well, feel your feet get cold right there. I just no one, no one is doing good superhero shit right now except for Amazon. Invincible, Invincible, and the boys in Gen V are the best superhero things going currently. 
the MCU is falling apart. It's intentional, and I, I know they have to do all this to get to where they want to go, and I know when they get to where they want to go, I'm going to enjoy it much more than the shit that I'm watching now, but it's just, it's flat. It's just, I... The only problem I had with episode two is the interrogation scene was a bit too obvious. It got tense at certain points, but they didn't handle it right to make you think No, it you, was you, as you, dire as it should be. You knew it was a they, setup. They did capture the SS TVA woman very quickly. Yeah, I I figured that would be a bigger plot point going forward in the season. But it's like, all right, we've cut that off. Now, back to Kang. The, the, the big focus is still fixing the time stream. Yeah. Yeah. And they even kind of fixed that way too quickly. Like, whoa, whoa, all the branches are gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What yeah. the fuck is the point now? But it's all about the, the Kang showing up. Mm -hmm. The difference. So, all right. Did you see Kingo's picture in the background at the theater? No, not until later on the internet. Yeah, I, I didn't until I, I went back and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> the guy, Brad's performance was solid. I, I like any time yeah. someone fucks with each other mentally on that show. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who has the other reviews? Because I got... I got two. One's a food and okay. one is a movie. Uh, I, I texted it to the group, I think, or maybe it was just Mike. No, I think it was the group. I tried Trace Leche's Toast Crunch. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Hands down, the best breakfast cereal I've ever eaten in my fucking life. That is a tall... It's a very bold statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, Mike knows, especially, like, I fucking love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's the cereal that is most often in this house, right? Besides my Raisin Bran. They're neck and neck for me. Love Raisin Bran. Trace Leche's Toast Crunch is fucking incredible. It what they do different. It's <clears throat> so it's not just it's not super cinnamon sugared on it, and the the taste of the coating is a little cinnamon, some vanilla, and like a buttery caramel. Okay. See, adding caramel to that would be a nice flavor. Okay. And my god, does it work so fucking well. And the milk. Holy shit. I could, like, I could get a giant bowl, fill it with the cereal, fill it with a gallon of milk, let it sit a little bit, drain the milk back into the container, leave enough to consume the cereal, but like, and then drink it. As its own beverage. That's how fucking good it is. And it's limited edition, which is sad. So it won't come out, I guess, again until like the end of next summer. But holy shit. If you can run to the store and get yourselves a box, I highly recommend. The other thing. I watched Totally Killer on Amazon last week. The time travel slasher movie. Great fun uh it's not scary but it's very very twisty uh it's one of the few times in a slasher movie where i couldn't tell you who the fuck the killer was they give you enough options for people and motives and like good ones as to like why they would be the killer but they're not the killer and they're not all, like, knocked off to disprove that they're the killer, which I, I really appreciated as a writer. 
So they didn't do the old thing of like, that's definitely the killer. Oh, fuck, they're dead. That one's definitely the killer then. Oh, fuck, they're dead. No, this was just like, oh, they're not the killer because the killer shows up and they're there. Oh, we've seen that in Scream, so they don't go down that same road too? Yes. Yeah. So there is a, spoilers, there's a second killer. And they they kind of work in tandem, but not really. And okay. the reveal of it all is Jeff's kiss. Okay. So check out Totally Killer if you have Prime because it's worth it, and it's only like an hour and a half. Like, Smart nice, timing. nice, easy watch. Goes down smooth like Tres Leches Toast Crunch milk. Way to bring it all back together. Yeah. I woke up uh, the other night three in the morning. Couldn't get back to sleep, so I decided to get something done. And I watched The Mill. Oh, you did watch it. I did watch The Mill. Starring uh, Lil Rel Howard and pretty much just Lil Rel Howard. How how are you? Lil Rel. Starring Lil Rel. The vast majority of the movie is just him in this triangle-shaped area where he has to push a stone circle in a mill for no reason. Well, they give reasons. Just because? It's it's essentially like psychological, not torture, it's psychological pressure. And for the first 45 minutes, it's pretty intense. But as it goes on, if you're like me and you watch a movie and you're paying attention to details, it becomes pretty fucking obvious what's going on there. There's not so subtle clues about what's happening. And the big reveal becomes less and less interesting. But... Lil Rel gives a really strong performance. Seeing as he's on screen alone for 80% of the time and is only occasionally talking to someone else every five to ten minutes or so. Doesn't have a lot of interactions, so he's got to give a very tricky performance and does a good job. Just kind of falls apart in the, but wait, here's what's going on moment. It's unfortunate. Could have been a lot smarter about the way they did it. You know, if you got time on your hands, give it a try. It's not incredibly long. That one's a maybe. A definite, though, is Renfield. Oh, is that out? Renfield is on on Prime now. Fuck yeah, oh. It's been on Peacock for like a month. That that I don't have. (laughs) I heard that was good. It is fucking excellent. Oh, I don't want to watch it. Dracula is the role Nick Cage was born to play. Like, it's when not, we saw the trailer, we're like, surprising. oh, he probably, Because it's almost impossible for him to overact. It's true. And he doesn't really push it to Nick Cage level 10. He keeps it like 7. What I saw in the one trailer, it's basically a sequel to the Bela Lugosi one, because they do pull in a, a lot, lot of ways. 31. They use footage from that. They intercept. They, they they put them in footage from that movie. It and he does a lot of the Bela Lugosi lines initially, but yeah. then it becomes its own thing in the modern world. It's an excellent story about toxic relationships and codependency, and relationships in general. Because Aquafina's story in it. She's got she's got some issues with her sister, and it's not the main focus. She's got another story going on that her sister's involved in. Uh, the three 
groups happening. It's you can only say four because we see in the trailer that uh, Renfield is going to this self help group. Mm-hmm. They're important throughout. There's a running gag in there that fucking I, I howled out loud because they keep interrupting this one girl who's like pouring her heart out, and it gets funnier and funnier. But Ben Schwartz is in it too. Hmm. as a scumbag mafioso son. And he does a great job. Everybody in it is like 100%. The whole thing, it was done by Chris McKay, the guy who did the Lego movie and Lego Batman. Okay. It's hilarious, and the action is excellent. Excellently gory, and you know I'm a dialogue guy. The dialogue is fucking pristine. The back and forth between everybody is excellent and the moments where it's just renfield and dracula playing off of each other it i I loved it i really i see myself watching this a lot as a dialogue guy uh and co-writing a hallmark movie with you Mm. i really have to fucking rein you in or you gotta really start watching some fucking hallmark movies yeah oh god we watched one i feel so bad because a lot of the stuff mike's been writing for it when we're writing it together I, of course it pops me. It's fucking hilarious. But in my head, I'm like, we, we can't do that. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit at all. Like, I already saw a line in there from the update you gave me, and I was like, ah, that's so good. But we can't do that. We we can't. We can curse, well, and we are cursing. Don't worry. Yeah. But, like, the give and take is, if we're going to use blue language in a Hallmark movie, we still have to kind of stick to the dialogue formula. So, like, certain <laughs> things have got to hmm, ebb and flow. <laughs> so yeah, Renfield. Absolutely check it out. Okay. The All most right, Kyle. Of the night. It's you, big guy. Oh, I apologize. We're uh we're selling the hutch in the back room. And it's full of shit and someone's coming at ten thirty tomorrow to come get it. Which is the reason why I'm working from home. Nice. So Gotta clean it out. That's about a quarter of the way cleaned out right now. Um, Alright, so, yeah. Um, Joe is a big Swifty. Emery, also a big Swifty. As some of you may know, Taylor Swift had uh, her Eras tour. Uh, Tadoff Swiftler had well, a rally. What? I said yes, Tadoff Swiftler had a rally. Okay. Uh, all around the country. Uh, it went so well that I don't know if this was before or after the tour happened that they arranged to um, take a version of, of the concert that she did in Los Angeles and put it on the big screen, which right out of the gate, regardless of how you feel about her as a person, is, I mean, like, I know obviously she's going to make a shit ton of money off of this too. Like, I think that's a pretty cool thing considering like all the problems I think we've probably all had with ticket scalpers that's not a problem that you have in a movie theater so like she doesn't have to worry about resale and people getting priced out of being able to see the concert so like there's so few concerts anymore that they're gonna do something like that with so it says something to what she's accomplished that they yeah. gotta, they got to do it every friggin' movie theater. Was yeah, Travis I mean, Kelsey in it? 
<laughs> but I mean, I think it's well out of the like out of the gate though. I think it's pretty cool that like people who really like her and would want to be able to see her live can go to this to go to a movie theater and spend like a tenth of the cost of a ticket to effectively see the same concert because I mean, like, and the and the tickets you're buying that are 10 times more expensive than this movie ticket are nowhere near the views that you get in this movie because they did it. They, they did it like a fucking documentary. Right. So like all the camera work and stuff like that was, was very good. Uh, her vocals were pretty fucking good too. I mean, like I never thought of her as like an Adele, you know what I mean? Like I never thought of her as having like an an otherworldly voice, but and you know how, like, in big concerts like that and arenas and stuff, they have, like, the... They have backing vocalists and they have the... Uh, they have the track, like, the vocal track, so that when she needs to take a breather on stage, right? Because it's harder to sing on stage. Um, but she, you could tell when it was her... It wasn't, like, crazy noticeable, but because the camera angles were so close up on her, you could tell when she was using the vocal track and not... And dude, when she, she hits some notes for real in this concert, like you can tell, is that her actual voice? And they're they're fucking incredible. It's fucking incredible. Some of the notes she hits in this concert. But I think the coolest thing was the stage itself. Because if you're going to spend that much money on a concert, and she's going to tour across the country, she's got to be putting on like a fucking show, right? And the stage was it was for real. Like, it was the real... It was one of the coolest stages I've ever seen for any concert. Um, and definitely cooler than any stage I've ever seen in person. Um, like, the, a stage that moves... Uh, like, parts of the stage move up and down, like, blocks. that like, are not in one motion. They're, like... There's probably, like, a dozen, maybe even two dozen, four-by-four four blocks that can move up and down, like... I don't even know, 20 feet in the air or anywhere in between. So like every song had different motion to it in terms of where she was in elevation and where her backup dancers were. And every song was different. There was no two songs that even looked the same on the stage. And her outfits weren't outrageous, but for every album she did, her wardrobes were like noticeably different for that album, which is pretty cool. And, uh, I mean, like, honestly, and and the fact that they did this the way they did it with the close-ups and stuff, you can see she has two male background dancers that were just fucking hilarious the whole time. Like, every time they were out there, they did something that, like, upstaged Taylor. And it, they were just, and it was just awesome. Like, there's this one chubby black guy that was just like, I wanted to be his friend by the end of the show. The only downside, I would say... Because, I mean, obviously I wouldn't have <clears throat> picked to go see this in the theaters, but it was an enjoyable experience. The only downside I would say is that, like, the whole reason for going, because Jill saw the concert in person, was for Emery. And it being a three-hour movie, about an hour into it, Emery was asking, like, how much of this is left? But she still, like, danced and stuff like that. But she definitely slept, like, legitimately slept for an hour of the three hours. But so Jill recorded like her two favorite songs and showed it to her later. 
But I think it's cool that, like, 30-year-olds, 35-year-olds, all the way down to, like, 4-year-olds all have interest in going to see this show. And the funny, I think one of the funniest things is there was, like, a bunch of preteens in there that when certain songs would come on, they would get up in front of the screen and, like, it, like people were interacting with it. And, we were, like, a bunch of us were, like, singing along with the songs. It was almost like... Um, Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. Yeah, it was like it was like almost like Rocky. Like I could definitely see if someone was going to go pay to see this in the theaters more than once, that like the experience would become like Rocky Horror because you know what all the cues are in the concert now after seeing it once, and like you know what to expect of, of the crowd around you. The, there was a lady sitting next to me that about halfway through the concert, you could tell it started hating the albums that she really liked, but she was like didn't want to sing because like a lot of other people like me jill and emery were singing all the songs we knew the whole time but like this woman next to us she was like really hesitant to sing and i heard her sing and her voice was really fucking good I think, so at one point i just stopped and looked at her I and think, she like froze when she realized that i looked at her because she was singing and then i just started singing along with her and i heard her sing louder and it was just fucking great i think it's a weird situation because like you're in a movie theater watching a concert right at a yeah. concert you would normally <clears throat> sing along but in a yes. movie theater, you should shut the fuck up. So, mm. I, it's, different. it's different though, because you're not really missing significant dialogue. No, no, no. That's what I saying. mean. But I think people are just kind of, yeah. for the, for the, like a majority of people, have that indoctrination of like we should be quiet in the theater. Yeah, it's the instinct. It's what you're trained right. to do. But this is one of those special situations right. where yeah, you're seeing a concert. It, everyone like in there along. is going to it to get into the moment. She like single handedly saved the fucking theater industry. Oh, for real? No, like legit. The numbers have come out. It's they are. Oh, I know. We went there. Yeah, and we literally heard like different parts. Like on the way to the movie. Wait, hang on. I want to go back to my mommy. I want to go back to my mommy. No, it's okay. We're gonna go back to my mommy. Where is she? All right. Oh, well, go tell mommy. Go tell mommy. Go tell mommy. She was literally inches away from her two of her Christmas presents. I had to like yank her out of the room immediately. Um. So when did it open? What? When did it open this weekend? Uh, I don't know. But when we were walking to our theater, there were two other theaters playing it. At different points. There was, uh, wherever I think the bigger premieres were for it, she had bought out all the concessions to the theaters as well. Then, like, it was free. Like, De- Denise Salcido, uh, uh, she used to... Yeah, it opened Friday. Yeah, she worked for she worked for Fightful, but I think she does her own thing now. Uh, she went twice over the weekend and both times yeah. it was like free candy free popcorn again swifty paid for all that shit i i thought you were gonna be like she bought out all the concessions and then hoarded <laughs> it no so i don't like justice i don't i don't remember exactly when it opened but they had like specialty cups and specialty popcorn buckets and shit like that like obviously i went up there wanting to get emery like a specialty popcorn bucket because there wasn't really any other souvenirs to buy. And they were like, 
oh, we're filled out of the popcorn buckets. I was like, I guess I'm getting the Halloween Horror one. <laughs> and we got a Halloween popcorn bucket that we're going to use for candy now. $123 million in one weekend. One fucking That's crazy. Weekend. Insane. For a, for a concert show. Yeah, yeah. that's... Yeah. That's big money. And you know it's going to get a long run, too. It's yeah. going to get uh-huh. a longer yeah. run than most feature films get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm still kind of indifferent. Yeah, well, of course. I, but... For the people who are fans, good for them. Yeah. Me. Dick. Whatever. All right, let's blow through some news here. News. Uh, the thing we've all been praying for... Biggest news of the week, as far as I'm concerned. I did you read the synopsis that came out? I didn't hear there was a synopsis yet. I'll you 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 tell your side and then I'll break it down. Uh, there's going to be a Gargoyles live action series coming to the Disney Plus, produced by James Wan and Gary Dauberman, who did the Swamp Thing show, and apparently is working on the new Salem's Lot adaption. So that's all I knew going into this. There's more. So, from what got released by, hang on, let me double check my sources here. This might not be a verified one. It comes from Variety. Okay. Verified. 50-50. Yeah. So, they managed to get uh, their hands on a logline from the show, which seems to be altering some things from the original animated series. Based on the cult classic Disney animated series, Goliath is the last of a heroic race of gargoyle warriors who once lived among mankind, the synopsis reads. Free from a centuries-long curse that turned him into stone, Goliath struggles to solve the mystery of his past while watching over modern-day New York City alongside police detective uh, Liza Maza. So, anybody catch on to the one big fucking change there? Uh, only one gargoyle? Yeah. Okay. There, obviously, it's not going to stay like that. Well, we know Demona is going to show up as a bad guy. Most likely. They, there's no way the whole series is going to be like that. First season, probably most likely like that. I will be devastated if his clan is not brought into the fucking fold on this. I think the first season is going to will most likely be him finding the rest of the clan, bringing them back together. And it'll probably end with the core thing for me. When I heard this, the question I, I figured we'd ask is what needs to stay from the original for you to be happy? And the thing that I want the most is for the castle to be on top of a building. Yeah. Everything else can build up. So as long as that's the way it starts, I don't need everybody to be with him at first, but by the end of that first season, I better know there's more fucking gargoyles coming. Yeah, I'm gonna be. That's the, be the that's, I think that's the thing that will bother me the most. If it really is just him alone. Yeah. Because like it, so it, it loses its story, right? Because it's like not to steal from Vin Diesel here, but it's about family, like. Oh, I, like yeah. gargoyles is about his family and like protecting his family and you know his home i uh i will be so upset like it doesn't have to be all of them i understand budget wise and stuff you you got to do what you got to do but like give me give me a couple uh, yeah i think the smart way to go about it is to build 
the family around him. Yeah. Again, start him off at his lowest point and have him decide to help humanity. Maybe that's the first couple episodes. And then once he's accepted his role, you start feeding him more and more gargoyles. Obviously, it's going to be Demona at first. So he'll know that there's others out there. Well, and yeah, then, she'll be the she'll be the first one to show up. But like, I want him to have buddies. Not, we, yeah. you know, she was a fucking enemy. And I need Xanatos in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, listen, Robert Downey Jr. That's my pick. In a perfect world, Tony Xanatos breaks. Give him my passion. Didn't we cast this show once? Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. Can't remember that far back. I can't remember who we cast as Xanatos. So many cheers. I mean, of course we love Frakes for the voice, but he's like 70-something. Yeah. So Honestly, Tom Ellis would make a good Xanatos. <laughs> Lucifer. He'd make a great one. Hiddleston could work. Hiddleston could work, Yeah. He'll still work actually pretty good. Yeah, but he's doing the Loki shit at the same time. Yeah. So. You know who would make a great turn? Evans. Yeah. Evans can play an incredible prick when he wants to. Yeah, he knives out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the gray man? Yeah, he can yeah. be a douche. <laughs> oh, my God. That was over-the-top douchiness, though. Yeah. But he's he was just good. Very good at it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all very, very, very happy prospects for that. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil Born Again is going to get a massive fucking shakeup when it starts filming once again. Yeah. They need yeah. to end this fucking strike. They, they, they tossed the entire creative team? <laughs> they, they, they threw everything out. They watched, apparently they watched two episodes and were like, what the fuck is this? It was supposed to be a procedural a courtroom procedural show and it's like alright that should be part of it not the entire thing this shouldn't be yeah. how to get away with murder did you guys read how it was played out it opened up a boom a boom and it just they're just sitting in a courtroom they show this lady typing it just shows Charlie Cox pretending to be blind <laughs> No cases are solved in the entire making of the entire season. <laughs> All I know is, if Sam Waterston was stick, I'd watch it. Yeah. I'm I'm legit not surprised they are redoing it. Um, makes me happy. Yeah, it needed to be a bit more comic booky than just a court procedural. Anytime something goes down, you're happy though. Like, no, I like Daredevil. But I just don't like what Disney's doing. Well, to be fair. It's not Disney. It's Marvel. And they were trying something. And they're like, no, no, this isn't going to work. Scrap this. I think someone walked in the room and they go, what if we take this and instead of making it that... We make it good. Probably. Because they probably, it was probably, I would imagine, was tonally like the past few Marvel shows that weren't good. It's probably more along the lines of She Hulk, and they're like, 
Yeah. I think we I think we have enough of that. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but so thank you for saying it. But yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. It's fine. Alright. So who's the showrunner for that? Uh now? Let's see. Yeah. That's that's the key. Listen. I appreciate the deep diving into the stories, but if you guys want to finish tonight before eleven o'clock, we need to move things along. Yes, go. Well, as I look at my stories, there's nothing really pressing. It's all just a bunch of cutesy shit. I mean, if you, needs to end. if you can really if care, you can rapid fire cutesy things. It's fine. Do we really care that Best Buy is no longer selling DVDs and Blu-rays? Is that shocking to anyone? No. It's, but they still got to stick you for vinyl. It's so. upsetting. Which is, yeah, that's all odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams' daughter is directing a movie called Lisa Frankenstein. Yeah, good for her. Love it. See about that. Disney's considering buying EA. So yes, yeah. great idea. I don't know about that. No, it's not because they fucked LucasArts and they fucked whatever other games divisions they've had. It's a terrible fucking idea. If anything, Sony should buy EA. I think that's also a terrible fucking idea. Someone's going to buy them, and I'd rather Sony buy it than Xbox. But EA is shopping around. They don't. They want to get rid of themselves. That the, the well, owners. No, want I know to they dump. are. But like, I'd rather another larger game company absorb them than one of the the main three like system creators. And I sure shit don't want Disney touching them. Well, Microsoft just absorbed Bethesda and shit, right? Uh, I was that, that was a while ago. The Activision, yeah, the, the Activision one went through. So yeah, yeah. too big. Yeah. I don't think they'd allow them to buy EA. That that would not go through. Yeah. And there's going to be a Ninja Turtles He-Man crossover. I just saw them. The designs look pretty cool. Yeah. Kyle, are you building a house right now? No, he's emptying the, the cabinet that he's talking about. Am I? Oh, I apologize. I thought I was muted. There we go. All right. No. No, not me. Yes, moving along. That's all the stories I have. All right, I have also uh, quicker shit, too. Uh, New York Comic Con, Dragon Ball Daima was announced. It is a new series by Akira Toriyama based in the Dragon Ball universe that takes place between Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super in which someone makes a wish on the Dragon Ball and all the characters turn into kids again. Why? 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 Money. Yeah, but like, give us a, a continuation of Super. I don't want the fucking kid versions of these characters again. Uh, the reason Foggy Nelson was not cast in the upcoming Daredevil reboot is apparently because Foggy Nelson is dead in the upcoming Daredevil reboot. Was. Who knows what the future holds. Yeah. They released photos of the live-action Netflix Yu Yu Hakusho series. They look pretty good. Very Asian. Drops next month, then. New Yu Yu Hakusho? Live action. Yu Yu Hakusho on Netflix. 
Better not be fooling. I'm not. Look it up. I, uh, if it's anywhere as good as One Piece is, I'm really fucking excited. I'm excited. Is there a trailer? Not yet. Just, just images of, uh, Hiei, Kurama, and, uh, Yusuke. A new Doug series is dropping on the Disney Plus that is going to follow the children of Doug and Patty Mayonnaise. Doug the Next Generation? Yep. They're also... There he is. I was waiting for him. Yeah, I mean, I love I love the show. I, I would almost be more inclined to follow a show of kids that are Doug and Skeeters. I gotta be honest. Yeah, that would have been cool too. Maybe that happened. I don't know. Uh, they're making a new Rocketeer movie on Disney Plus as well. Cool. I Loved the Rocketeer. I did not. You didn't like the Rocketeer? I loved that. Everything about it. The time frame, that whole 1930s feel to it. Sense. What? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I just. Yeah. The first time you try that fucking thing, you're dead. Yeah. This fun. Secret Wars is going to be a soft reboot for the MCU. Duh. Yeah. That's pretty much all the only thing they could do at this point. Here's my my theories. Uh, after, post Secret Wars is when we're going to get the X-Men of this universe. And it is going to be how they bring back the Avengers Holy Trinity. By recasting. Yes. Seems pretty obvious. Yeah. I think moving forward, there will be a lot less solo movies and a lot more team stuff. Yeah. Now that these characters are established, they can just go jump in feet first, running. You don't need backstories and shit. You just do stories with big groups. Yeah. It's a lot here. The TV rights to the Halloween series... Uh was just picked up by Miramax. Oh, good. Because that's what this series needs. More convolution. Yeah. Uh, Matt Vaughn during New York Comic Con talked about a kick-ass reboot, Kingsman 3, The Kingsman 2, and he let loose about how uh, he quit X-Men 3 after a fake script was written just to get Holly Berry to sign back on. Yeah, this pisses me off in a lot of ways. Because yeah. initially when they it was announced back then that he was quitting the, show, the movie, it was announced that he had cold feet because he didn't think he'd be able to handle such a big budget film. Which made sense. He came off of like a $3 million gangster movie so it's like all right yeah you know but he quit so close to production starting i was always annoyed at him but no he did it because he has scruples and hollywood doesn't there's that yeah and layer on the fact that they were going to potentially give storm something to do in the movie instead of just stand there god forbid yeah uh michael kane Maku has announced that he's retiring from acting now at the age of 90. 
It's a good run. I thought he already did. Nope. He has now officially announced, as of this weekend, that he has retired from the actings. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. She's got hemorrhoids. The thighs of of a tangerine. So when I watched... movie coming out this year. When I watched my yearly viewing of Muppet Christmas Carol, I'll pour one out for the career of Michael Caine. Best Scrooge ever. Yeah. No. What do you mean, no? Alistair Sim. Fuck that. Bill Murray. He wasn't Ebenezer Scrooge. He, he gets a pass. Yeah, he wasn't Scrooge. Sure, it's let's be food news time, motherfuckers. Pillsbury Funfetti cookies are dropping a hot cocoa cookie mix for the elf on the shelf this holiday season. Yeah. Uh, Chocolate frosted donut flavored Kit Kats will be dropping next month. Uh, But they're probably going to be gross and overly sweet because American Kit Kats blow. That's true. It's just chocolate on chocolate on chocolate Uh, on chocolate. It is crisp wafers in donut flavored milk chocolate and cream. So it's their weird ass white chocolate flavored like donut and then milk chocolate. Ew. Reese's, not to be uh, outdone by Kit Kats, is launching the Caramel Big Cup. That is a big Reese's cup filled with peanut butter and caramel. I'm a, I'm about that. Oh fucking, that's my jam right there. I think You're, it's gonna be as bad as Cadbury's caramel egg. You are a step away from being a take five, and those are delicious. Ego is dropping a Stranger Things 24 pack of chocolatey chip waffles with four collectible trading cards. They gotta get that Stranger Things money somehow with no Well, the show is supposed no, to be out already, so now they have to launch all the product because it can't sit around for another year. Walmart yeah. is going to have peppermint-flavored whip topping and pumpkin spice-flavored whip topping for your holiday enjoyment. I'm not going to lie, the peppermint whipped cream kind of sounds good. Aldi does it already, and it's good. You know sour punch straws? Mm-hmm. The, the candies that are, like, everywhere, and it looks like people must eat them because, like, there's always new ones coming out, but you yourself have probably never had them. I've never heard of them. You've seen Sour Punch Straws before. Right? You, I, you've I, seen that wrapper, at least. They're everywhere. I don't think of Possibly. Them. Well, get ready, because they now have, for Halloween, a Ghost Pepper Roulette Sour Punch Ew. Straw. No, thanks. Hi. Why would you do that to yourself? All the flavors are the same colors, and that's Boo Raz, Chilling Cherry, Ghoulish Grape, and Ghost Pepper. So now you can really scar your children. Dude, Ghost Pepper hurts. Yeah. Like, hurts. Not not just coming out, but, like, eating it hurts. Emery's going to need to be at least one year older to be able to try that. Probably <laughs> Bare minimum. Skittles is dropping a sour berry mix limited edition. I like sour Skittles. I'll probably try these. 
Thomas's is launching croissant bread. It is a loaf of bread made in the same way as a croissant. Croissant? Croissant. So that'll probably be really fucking delicious grilled cheese. Pavlova? And there is a new world's hottest pepper, according to the Guinness World Book of Records. The same guy who grew the Carolina Reaper. uh, South Carolina Reapers. uh, No, he called Uh, them Pepper X. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I did hear about this. And apparently, like, it's going to be revealed on Hot Ones. I did watch them eat Carolina Reapers on on the Hot Ones. Yeah. Like, just eat them. Fuck that. But, yeah. Uh, apparently, Pepper X makes it look like a little bitch. Yeah, is there a Scoville comparison for them yet? Or there no? was. I'm checking. But I can't seem to find where I saved Uh, Okay. So the Carolina Reaper has a measurement of 3.18 Scovilles. Wait, Wait what? No. no. 3.18 million. 3.18 yeah, million. million. Yeah. And Pepper X? Pepper X is showing 2.693 million. It's not hotter. You need to find a different source then because... I'm on Wiki. Yeah, again, yeah. you need no. to find a better source. <laughs> I'm talking to a guy on the corner. He must be right. Yeah, everything I'm reading, it's saying it's 2.69 million Scoville units. Then your other one was off. That had to have been, because that had to have been It is 1.38 instead of 3. They, yeah, it had to have been a, a typo, because yeah, it's, okay. it's three times spicier, so the, yeah, it had to be a typo. The Carolina Reaper Scoville unit is 1.64 million. Yeah. And, uh, so it's noticeably, it's like double. Yeah, like seventy percent hotter. That's oh, fucking crazy. It, it, that did drop on uh, hot ones. They already did it. They did it yesterday. It's legitimately dangerous. What the fuck is wrong with people? It is dangerous. Like that shit is. Fuck that. Oh god. Well, I guess it's better than doing meth. Is it? At least you is it? Yeah, is it? <laughs> yes. yes it it's is. the same thing over and over again. Both of them do damage to your teeth. Oh. But there's actual... Oh, there's, a, there's that, that actual, Scottish guy. There's actual health benefits to eating spicy peppers and stuff. Chili cloths. Not at that level. No, <sighs> even at that level. It's still beneficial to your health. Unless it gives you a heart attack. Uh, well, well, the euphoria you'll get from it, from the, you know, the total release of endorphins you're going to be feeling fucking high higher than probably weed will probably get you so my question is because i don't know how you guys are with hot stuff when i eat something that's hot i start to hiccup so like my diaphragm spasms and it just makes me hiccup so uh i wonder like what would happen for me first with something that hot like not that the pain would go away, but that the pain will become like moderately tol- tolerable, or I stop hiccuping. 
Like, which one happens first? I think at I that heat, it would fuse your diaphragm <laughs> to your lungs. Fuse it? That's, that's pretty hot. Like, the hottest I've went is I've done Ghost, I've done Scotch Bonnets, I've yeah. done Scorpions. Um, before I destroyed, and then I destroyed my stomach, so I can't do that anymore. Um, Fucking crazy. You, you're in a, quite a lot of pain. And just unnecessary. Yeah, when I did the bomb when I had the bomb hot sauce, like the actual stuff. Um, yeah, on insanity. Yeah, uh, when I did it, and then I did it again, which was the dumbest thing. Um, throwing that up was worse than eating it. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Got him. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that was. Yeah, you felt really, really, really high afterwards. That's the only way to describe it. When the pain wears off, you're like on cloud nine. You're, you're. Just you know what? Gating. I think my permanent strategy from now on is, guys. I think my the way I'm going to battle back on food news is to talk about it for forty minutes. <laughs> Listen, I don't got to get up to go to work tomorrow. Listen, so, I only I have to get up to, I go, to school and then I'm coming back home. I can record and then have the business meeting till fucking 1 a.m. It doesn't bother me. I took an hour. I can turn my laptop off right now. <laughs> <laughs> then you've been very quiet. I, I'm just enjoying the show. You, you guys are great. All right. Do we have any nerds or douches? Uh, the only nerd. There's a nerd. There's definitely a nerd this week. Oh, yeah. Charlie Cox for dressing as Bandit at New York Comic Con. Yeah. Nerdy. As, as extra level nerdy. Oh, no, I guess he's got kids. At least illegitimately. Or, or he's just as good taste in animation. Alright, it's you. It's you, Kyle. Alright, as always, if you like what you hear, you can like us on Facebook.com slash nerdities. Follow us on Twitter at Nerdities. Email us at nerdities at gmail.com and check out nerdities.com. While you're there, fuck yourselves. And then go order some hoodies that you begged for for years, uh, which none of you have, over at nerdities.myspreadshop.com. And then go over to my other t-shirt shop at can'tstopthereopedrop.myspreadshop.com and get those fun shirts. Halloween shirts are up. Halloween Town. And the Sleepy Hollow Ghost Rider crossover shirt. Head over to SinfulCreationsByJustin.com, C-I-N-N-F-U-L CreationsByJustin.com, and order stuff for your holidays and whatever, just because you want to fill a void in your your life. It's good treats. Uh, way better than crumble. And uh, do that. Speaking of uh, fill and void, uh, go over to YouTube, youtube.com slash nerdies. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell to get notified when new content is coming, because new content is coming, including Nerd ETs, our cooking show. Uh, we have some wrestling promos that should be going up very, very soon. Um, and if you want to sponsor nerdities, write to us at nerdies at gmail.com. We'll croon, we'll spoon, we'll talk about your business and or product. But if you're KY, we'll plug your shit. <laughs> it's true. Use you to plug shit. Joe. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, there's another thing at the end of the month. Oh, yes. Uh, live show. Second live show, uh, October 30th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Interact with us. With Say special hi. guests. With special guests. Yeah, we have a special guest this one. Uh, look for that at youtube.com slash nerdities. Hit, remember, hit that bell. You'll get notified when that live show is airing. Yeah, so Joe's watch mom. Watch it live. Yeah, thank you, Mom, for being a <laughs> subscriber. <laughs> the opinions of the Nerdies crew. We had the Otacam Poison. I'll be doing next week to be far more south. Bye-bye. 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 Why should I care?